RTHK, the news at 11 with Ben Che. The top stories. Travel to the mainland could be back up and running within weeks as the chief executive confirms arrangements are being made. A health official urges people to consider using private hospitals as the daily COVID tally mounts. And the Bishop of Hong Kong makes a Christmas call for empathy and respect at a difficult hour for the world. The chief executive John Lee says the central government has agreed to a gradual full resumption of cross-border travel with the mainland. He's hopeful the reopening can take place within weeks. Speaking after returning from his maiden duty visit to Beijing, Mr. Lee said the chief secretary would lead a task force to work with mainland authorities. Our goal is to finalize the plan as soon as possible and then seek approval from the central government and hopefully put it in place before mid-January. In the initial stage, people want to cross the border, visit their relatives, reunite with others, do business, and even travel as soon as possible. So we must avoid any chaos and resume cross-boundary travel in a safe and orderly manner. That would include considering the daily number of travelers and the location of the border control points with Guangdong and Shenzhen authorities. The head of the hospital authority, Tony Ko, has urged people who get sick in the next few days but only have mild symptoms to seek help from private doctors instead of going to emergency rooms. Mr. Ko says he's worried about emergency departments being inundated over the holiday period. Writing on his blog, Mr. Ko said emergency rooms had been treating almost 5,000 people a day recently with public hospitals under huge pressure amid the cold weather and COVID-19 cases. The SAR reported 21 1,362 coronavirus infections today. The Bishop of Hong Kong, Stephen Chow, has called in his Christmas message for mutual care, support and self-giving at a time of darkness. The most reverend Chow said geopolitical tensions and a faltering global economy are bringing a growing sense of hopelessness and frustration. He says the world needs people to be more giving and show empathy and respect, even as well-intentioned actions aren't always welcomed. We see young people becoming miserable resentful, despairing, or totally inert as a sign of protest. And elderly have passed away in isolation without their loved ones accompanying them. The desirable way of giving is through down-to-earth accompaniment to achieve empathic and mutual understanding between givers and recipients. Turning overseas, plunging temperatures are gripping much of the United States and Canada, with more than 250 million people facing life-threatening conditions. Twelve U.S. states are under emergency measures, with at least 19 people killed. Matthew Capucci, a meteorologist in New York, warned that the weather conditions could last into next week. In terms of the actual snow itself, it should wind down in most areas later on today, Eastern time, but the wind will stick around for at least another 24 to 36 hours. And thereafter, the bone chilling temperatures over the central U.S., which have pushed all the way to the eastern seaboard, won't really go away for another, I'd say, two to three days. And one of the issues with that, we're actually advising folks to keep an emergency kit in their cars because if they break down in temperatures of, say, 20 to 40 degrees below zero Celsius, uh, that could quickly become very dangerous. 
Violence has broken out in Paris at a demonstration by Kurds following a fatal shooting yesterday at a Kurdish cultural center. Stewards have been struggling to control some of the protesters who have been throwing objects at police lines. Three people died and three more were hurt during Friday's shooting, all of Turkish Kurdish descent. President Emmanuel Macron has condemned the attack by a 69-year-old white Frenchman. Addressing demonstrators today at the rally, the local mayor, Alexandra Kodbar, voiced her sympathy with the Kurdish community. I want to tell you of our grief, our grief that our Parisian soil should incite fear amongst Kurds, that it has become a dangerous place for the Kurds. That cannot be acceptable. And on to the weather forecast for tonight and tomorrow. Fine and dry, cool in the morning. Minimum temperature of about 15 degrees and highs of around 20 during the day. Looking ahead, mainly fine and dry in the following couple of days. Cool in the morning and at night. Currently, it's 17 degrees Celsius. The humidity, 67%. You've also got the red fire danger warning currently in effect. You're listening to RTHK. The time is now 5 minutes past 11. A judge has ruled that two fans can sue the Universal Film Studio for false advertising over the trailer it issued for the 2019 movie yesterday. The clip featured the actress Anna de Armas, but her part was entirely cut from the finished movie. They said they only rented the movie because they thought Ms. de Armas was in it, and they have now been cleared to take their claim for $5 million U.S. million in compensation to court. Dominic Romano is an entertainment lawyer. The trailer features a well-known actress who does not appear in the film. And it's understandable that a court would deem that not just these two, but other viewers of the trailer might be misled. Now, Universal, the studio, argued that the trailer was an artistic, expressive work. It should be protected free speech under the uh, First Amendment in the United States. But the court ruled it's, it's not a trailer is a commercial, not only speech, but commercial speech. And there, there was a likelihood that others might be misled, or at least it was arguable. Thousands of supporters of India's main opposition Congress party have joined its senior leader Rahul Gandhi, who has reached Delhi as part of his cross-country march. Mr. Gandhi has walked nearly 3,000 kilometers since September in an attempt to revive the fortunes of the party. The Unite India march has passed through villages and towns, attracting people from various walks of life, from farmers and indigenous people to students. He started at the southern tip of India and intends to finish in northern Srinagar city in Indian-administered Kashmir in mid-February. A Canadian government study has confirmed a threat to the survival of polar bears in Canada's western Hudson Bay from melting sea ice. It found that their numbers in the area are in serious decline. They're now at about half the level they were in the 1980s, most likely because of climate change. Professor Andrew de Rocher led the research at the University of Alberta. We're starting to see quite significant changes. The bears show up in poorer body conditions, so they're just not as fat. And that has knock-on effects on survival and reproductive rates. And that's really what this latest survey is showing, is that those two things, reproduction and survival, have declined. And those are basically the components that cause a population to decrease. 
To sports now, and the English Premier League gets back underway on Boxing Day after the mid-season World Cup break. With Manchester City not playing until Wednesday, a win over West Ham will see Arsenal go eight points clear at the top. They've won 12 of their 14 matches so far and go into this game unbeaten in eight since their only defeat of the season to Manchester United. So what's impressed boss Mikel Arteta the most about the first half of Arsenal's season? The level that we showed and the consistency that we showed um, within that level, which with the group and the edge of the we have is is not easy, but uh, we showed real maturity in certain moments, especially against the big opponents. And the focus is to play better every single day, to keep growing individual and collectively, and keep deserving to win matches. That's all we can hope. Then football is uh, a very tricky game. The Aston Villa. Aston Villa boss Unai Emery says he'll talk to goalkeeper Emiliano Martinez about his celebrations after the World Cup final. The Argentinian was criticized for making a rude gesture with his Golden Glove award for best goalkeeper in the tournament. When you have a big emotion, it's, it's sometimes difficult to control it. And uh, I will speak with him next week uh, about uh, some celebration, but uh, I respect because he is now under his national team and when uh, he's going to be with uh, with us and under our responsibility uh, we can speak about it villa take on liverpool on monday and finally, tens of thousands of visitors are expected to gather in Bethlehem in the occupied West Bank for the annual Christmas procession. The gathering comes ahead of Midnight Mass at the 4th century Church of the Nativity, built at the exact site where many believe Jesus was born. Bethlehem suffered severe economic losses during COVID lockdowns over the past two years. But the Palestinian tourism minister, Rula Maya, says things are looking up. We are celebrating Christmas uh, this year in a very much different way than last year. Last year we celebrated during the pandemic without any pilgrim or tourists from any place in the world. Uh, this year is very much different. We are celebrating Christmas with pilgrims coming from all over uh, the world. And before we go, the top story once again. Travel to the mainland could be back up and running within weeks as the chief executive confirms arrangements are being made. And that's the news from RTHK. In our newsroom, thanks to Ben Che. We'll have more headlines at midnight. Ten minutes after eleven on Radio Three. It's Christmas time in the city. Sidewalks, busy sidewalks, dressing holiday style. In the air, there's a feeling of Christmas. Children laughing, people passing, meeting smile after smile. And on every street corner, you hear a bit playing silver bells. A silver bell. It's Christmas time in the city. Day, our trees of 
street lights, even stoplights, blinking bright red and green. As the shoppers rush home with their treasures, yeah. Hear the snow crunch, see the kids bunch. This is Santa's big day, and above all the bustle, you hear. Oh, they're playing silver bells, oh silver bells. Yeah, it's Christmas time in the city. through a Christmas Eve here on Radio 3. Kevin Lewis through until midnight and then we have our Christmas service uh, from St John's and we'll be back after that uh, in uh, the small hours of the morning and um, tomorrow night as usual on a Sunday night Sunday late from 10 uh, and then Monday and Tuesday as well a little bit earlier on in the evening so uh, Christmas day uh, Christmas evenings on Radio 3 I'll be here that was John Legend and I do like that version Silver Bells taken from his legendary Christmas release came out in uh, 2018 I think and uh, probably uh, one of those albums that you should get if you want to get some um, contemporary some modern Christmas versions Happy Christmas Kyoko Happy Christmas Julian So this is Christmas And what have you done Another year over and you won't just be gone. And so. This-